Welcome to the Visionaire Edit Podcast, where we hear the stories and journeys of trailblazers, game changers, and tastemakers, where vision, power, and purpose meets conversation. Hosted by myself, Vanessa Rokais. Let's get started. Hey Visionaires, welcome to your weekly dose of the Visionaires Edit Podcast. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe. You don't want to miss an episode. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk about something that has been very heavy on my heart. And those are the issues surrounding Black Lives Matter. Give it up to all the protesters this weekend, everybody who's donated, everybody who shared knowledge. This is the only way we can overcome and make real impact and change. So let's continue the conversation. With my company to thrive, we are hosting an event tomorrow evening at eight on Zoom. It's called Can We Talk Black? Information will be in the bio and you can also get tickets on Eventbrite. Let's keep this conversation going. Now let's get into this week's episode. The next interviewee is someone who is amazingly talented and so dear to my heart, a brother from another mother. His name is Ian Smith also known as Smooth Pex. He is one third of the monumental WK breed, straight out of South London, Croydon. Hi Ian, how are you? I'm fine. (laughs) So I always start my interviews by asking people, what is a quote or a mantra that you live by or that you use to inspire your everyday life? Um, Success is a must, fail is not an option. Where did that come from? Um, it's, it's, it's like, um, so I got a tattoo, yeah? It says success mm-hmm. is a must on it, yeah? And that's something mm-hmm. like I live by, yeah? But I never got it, so my, I never got it until I saw my brother's tattoo. So he has a tattoo called Phil is not an option, meaning that, yeah, obviously self-explanatory. And then obviously yeah. I would just, you know, when you're just looking for your quote in your life, yeah, something you go yeah. by, something you stand by, success is a must. You get me? No matter how much I hit rock bottom, yeah, success is a must. You get me? I think that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy to hear more about it during the interview. But yeah, that's a really good quote. I'm going to have to steal that one from you. Come on. <laughs> so let's start off by, tell us what you do. Um, Obviously, I'm a rap artist from Creden. Um, I also play for a mental health football team. And amazing. I've, so how did you get started with music? Music was something that, yeah, we're taking it way back, isn't it now? Yeah, music. Yeah, you have to tell us. We need to know the journey, the highs, the lows. Like, how did you get started? Or, like, we can be brown sugar style. When did you fall in love with hip-hop? Like, yeah, when did you was, fall in love was with music? Music. <laughs> ten, let's say 11 years ago. Okay. What made you get into it? What made you feel like this is my calling? So... Obviously, when I was younger, talking about 18, 19, um, I was running around doing bad stuff. You get me in a gang and all of that. Mm, naughty, naughty. Mm. And um, like the grime days, like we're talking about the crazy titches, Lethal B, Rhodes, um, um, Rough Squad, Heartless Crew, all of them. Yeah, like so. I kind of came from the era of the the grime. So I was in like when I was in the gang, I started. To, we had we used to have a place called. Um, the dungeons in Croydon, um, where we used to go, okay. where we used to go is a little record shop here. Yeah? But in the evening, it turned to like um, like a radio station, yeah. 
where we could oh, where, where we yeah, yeah. where we done back to backs like and things like that. So you like I used to just oh because like so like battling yeah talk, yeah sort of it was sort of battling but it was more like it, it was, yeah survival of the first you can keep up oh wow you can That's you can keep up you can come harder you can get a reload yeah. you can get a reload reloads are important back in them days. Do you feel like music has changed much from now like back then till now? You gotta remember. Yeah, music always evolves. There's yeah. always something new coming in, but the old, the old always comes back around. That's that's one thing. It repeats. I definitely feel like that. I feel like we're really on the stage of like um, drill is like obviously evolved from like grime, which evolved from garage. Yeah. So I feel like we're definitely and basically nineties beats are coming back. So I kind of love that too. Yeah, I get what you mean. That's what I'm saying. So for you, when was the first time you like how did you feel when you first got on a mic? And how did you know that your job wasn't to be like a producer or someone who makes beats or somebody who played an instrument? How did you know that your calling was to be a rapper? Um I didn't know at first. It was just my passion, you know. You know, like used to get on the mic, get reloads, man them were like, yeah, reload, 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 pull up, pull up. You get me? And then mm-hmm. and, and then <laughs> yeah. and then these came into it. You get me? You used to get um like used to have something called Southman Sy- Southman Syndicate, um Pixel TV, Risky Roads, all of them start to come in. So like oh, I remember that. So like, yeah. so like man used to be like, trying to get onto them. So like I started to do videography at that time, I remember. So I, I made like a DVD. Like we was in comp- competition with like um Southman sister, all of them, you get me? Just basically all of the DVDs that were out. So I made something called uh, Smashing South. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was more about the South kind of people. Like, and then obviously I was in a gang at the time, yeah? Which was sticky because yeah. like, you know, territorial and things like that. Awesome. Yeah. I don't fear no one but God, you know, to be honest. So I don't fear no one but God. So I I I, t- so, I took the risk. I went out there and you know you you try something new, yeah. You yeah. try something new. So I was I'm there like looking at all the rappers. Like I'm talking about all the rappers in the south. And then I had then the east man were calling me over. Went to do some east, north, west, and like it just became bigger. And then I started to get way like way more inspired to for me to rap more, spit more, yeah. So like background, so. I was there with my brother called Damper, and okay, and a, and a guy called J Man at the time. So we okay. so we was um we was kind of there as a team. Yeah, we started to work in a shop, um, Funky House. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that. Fun- the yeah, the teacher. Yeah, yeah, and then um, sense of music started to change. Oh, so did you transition to it? Was it a different genre? No, so what genre? So yeah, so like I started to listen to more Funky House. Oh, okay. So funky. House. So did you kind of move from that? So like I didn't do. I done funky house. So basically, mm-hmm. we used to go to a lot of raves. You know, some of the funky house beats you can just rap on, spit on. You get me? But it's like more of a mic control thing. You get me? Uh, big, big up, hey, big up charms, bro. Them man there, yeah. Charms drives. Say for them brothers there. I miss him. Yeah, yeah. them brothers here. Yeah. Them man are kind of inspired, man. To. Just definitely see them play. Yeah, just to mm. just to kind of carry on with stuff. You get me? Because they were doing it, innit? They were doing it, Amazing. and they and they were doing it on a bigger level. So it's like, yeah, if they can do it, I can do that. You get me? Get definitely. But I can do it in my way. You get me? So I've done it, and then yeah, just carried on from there. But I could do like grime and funky was yeah. similar. So when I stepped on it, it was like it was a bit. It was ease. I done it with ease. I was surprised. Say they're similar. 
didn't you feel like so for me I grew up in East London and for us grime is like we felt like we started grime because we had like the Titchi Spiders we had the Wileys the Dizzy Wassels yeah uh, Kano yeah you know get, uh, we had all these people so we felt like grime was more gritty like grime was like streets on like 100 yeah. and we thought Funky House was like more play music it was more about having a good time you know yeah but you like if you like listen i guarantee you yeah you could take one of wiley's songs yeah, and put it on a, mm-hmm. a put it on a house rhythm you get me oh yeah definitely so so definitely. so the, the, when i say it's not the same it's similar so it's like mm-hmm. you see the temples you get me? Yeah, yeah 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 and but but then obviously we got the um, who was who was popular man? like which the funky house like Deneo. yeah Deneo. you get me it, it was it was a switch up like, KIG, all those people, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a quick, it was a switch up, you get me? So, like, like if you realise, yeah, in the Funky House era, yeah, there was mm-hmm. part of little bits of Afrobeat in there. I don't know if you really got that, you get me? There was, no, I didn't. Yeah, there was parts, you get me? It's just, like, I only clock it now. Actually, thinking back to it, I think Deneo had one song, I can't remember, that had a kind of Afrobeat behind it. I'm an African warrior. Yeah. Yeah. And even um, tribal man, uh, tribal skank. Tri- yeah, of course, like tribal man, tribal skank, and uh, what was the guy? Dot Star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was he? Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. So he has kind of like an athlete at the back as well. So, how would you describe the type of music you make? Me, um, right now, I'll be honest with you. Um, I can jump on everything, but like, I don't know what kind of music I make. Like now, I'm with the squad WK Breed, yeah. We're such a yep. versatile team and we're yep. so different. Like, I'm the lyricist, you get me? King, King's got that, he's got that melodic flow, plus he can rap, you mm-hmm. get me? And then obviously Cho's got her little her little rap ways that she does, you get me? So we're so different. So when we step on the track, yeah? Yeah. Like, we, we can, like, uh, like, I've come to a point where I said, team, we need to challenge ourselves, yeah? Everything yeah. we need to, everything we go on to, like... The latest track we done for me, yeah, yeah, nice little slow thing. You get me, you yeah. get me, and nice, and we're nice on it. And then we done a little drill. And so, um, I'll say we're for music that we make. Yeah, we make all types of music. Yeah, all yeah. types of music. But I say comfortably, trap, comfortably, trap, trap. trap. Can you explain trap for the listeners who don't understand what trap is? Trap is um is a more of a it's a, it's a more of an American thing to be honest. It's like a, it's yeah, it's yeah. like um a more of a grittier um hip hop kind of beat. It's got that mad little the drums in it make it. I'm telling you, the drums in it make it. Yeah, and it's and yeah, but yeah. comfortably, I'll say everyone can jump on trap comfortably. Okay. Everything else has been challenging. Okay, cool. So, what's your creative process like? Um, they way I usually do stuff because um they they yeah. say that I need to write more. Like I like going into the booth, hearing the tune and just rapping. Just doing my thing, like feeling. They're just flowing. Yeah, like I'm I'm from the era where if you run out of bars, man still gotta go on. So like Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like that guy. So but now I appreciate that they've taught me how to like they haven't taught me how to write because I knew how to write already. But I'm more reluctant to write because you'll kinda get a better piece out from me. A better piece yeah. out of me. Yeah, man, I'm I'm the guy that goes right together. So we could okay. we'll get the hook we'll get the hook and then with me, yeah. With the beat, yeah, I'm like da 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 It's like it's not wording, yeah, but it's finding the flow. And then I put words to it. Okay. 
You get me? I think, yeah, yeah. There's that a, makes sense. That's a more old school way of doing stuff. Yes, yeah, a method. You feel like that's a better process than what you're doing now. You, how does that affect you, like artistically? Um, no, man, it doesn't really affect me because now we're trying to stretch out from it. So now like, we're trying to do harmonies. We're trying to do melodies. Now okay. we're, we're training our voice. You get me? Mm-hmm. So like, obviously, we made a tune called "Credence" up in the room. We had to sing. Mm-hmm we had to sing in it yeah? yeah and it kind of challenged me i was like oh but the thing is here yeah, when you love something when you love something so much yeah you get me i love my city uh, well, they, they don't call it a city but it's my city that's what i say it's my city yeah, yeah? that's what i say couldn't be my city yeah yeah couldn't be my city yeah yeah so it's it's something i once you believe in something you can do it no matter what so it is you feel like Croydon made you because I want to go back to when you said I know it might be a bit of a touchy subject but do you feel like music kind of pulled you out from the gang and how would you tell somebody else who's in the gang who wants to kind of pursue music everything's a choice you know to be honest I'm mm-hmm. very honest with you everything is a choice it's your choice to be in a gang so my reasons were family type sort of thing I didn't feel like at mom at that time at the moment I didn't really have a family so when I stepped into a gang it was like a family and then I got engrossed in it and then I realized people aren't really good and then you get me and then mm-hmm. music and my baby mother came along I'll be honest with you, you get yeah. me and then I had my first kid and things like that yeah so it kind of inspired you to do more or kind of move yourself from that type of life yeah definitely 100 uh, percent uh, and and I'll say for anyone that's thinking about taking the wrong path, yeah? I understand yeah. why you're taking the wrong path, yeah? And it's the easiest road, bruv. But yeah, man, we're in this world to challenge ourselves, to make ourselves better, yeah? And to become greater, if you get what I'm saying, to become greater. Get me? You, yeah, you, you, can, you can become good, yeah? Listen, like, mm-hmm. you don't even really have to make your mom and dad proud. That's not it. Like, it's make yeah. us make yourself proud. You get me? Your mom and dad. Yeah. Your mom. Will, your mom and dad will be proud of you eventually, regardless of the decision you make. If they agree with it, if they don't, you get me. If they're supportive parents, they're there for you for no matter what. You understand me? So just do you. And if you're gonna take something, yeah, to it to the mm-hmm. best. Do it to the best of your ability, bro. Yeah, I like that. And. D- yeah, and mm-hmm. if you get hit with obstacles, yeah, mm-hmm. just so that you, there's ways of getting over it, yeah, and it's okay not to be, uh, and definitely there's another thing, yeah, yeah, it's okay not to be okay, definitely, yeah, I think that's something we're all learning during this period as well. Yeah, I wanted to touch on something that you said, um, and ask what are some of the challenges that you faced early on in your career, and how did you overcome them? I'll say challenges were finding studios, yeah, finding the right people to work with because in 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 this world there's not nice people in the music industry. I'm telling you, you get me. So you kind of gotta be if you're gonna step into this music thing, music thing, yeah. Please mm-hmm. knowledge yourself on the music industry and yeah. what it's about because you get me. You can fall into something and you can be so messed up with the decisions you make. So please, my advice to you lot, yeah, everyone out there, yeah, you're going to take this road, please knowledge yourself on it. Yeah. yeah. Take some... T- what type of knowledge do they need to get? Like, I'm what saying, type of questions that should they be asking? Yeah, like, music is so easy to put out there now. 
and you mm-hmm. can do it yourself. You can yeah. go to Distro Kid Ditto and pay a little yearly fee and get your yeah. stuff put on there, and you can start getting paid for what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Be careful. Like, if you're gonna use instrumentals, make sure you buy them. Make sure you lease them. If you're gonna lease them, make sure you get the right lease for you. Yeah, yeah. Build a fan base. Important. Yeah, that's one thing that's important about this thing. You need to have a fan base, and you need to know your fan base. How did you create your fan base? What was your process? I'll say Instagram is a big influence on whole music industry. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, if we're going way back, MySpace. Yeah, before Instagram got big, you were doing music. So what were you doing? MySpace. My oh, I remember MySpace. I had MySpace, yeah. MySpace. Bebo. Yeah? Yeah. Facebook. Yeah? On the ro- yeah. on the road, selling CDs. So I thought you took it way back. That's what I'm wow. saying. Like, I've been here for a minute. I've been here. Yeah. I've been here. So those are the things that are way back. But now it's so much easier. Now you've got YouTube and you could go yeah. viral in a day if mm. if the right people see it. You get me? Now, now it's all about networking, um, shows, performing. Amazing. All of those sorts of things. So like it's definitely, it's easier now than it was then. Yeah. Like the pe- people that are going into music now. Yeah, everything's on. Everything's accessible. Yeah, yeah, it's true. By the click. But does that mean? Does that mean you're gonna make it though? Because we talk about a lot of times this kind of microwave type of artist where they they get there fast. They make. They just like they rap on a good beat, and then before you know it, they're gone. We don't hear from them again, or we hear from them, but the next track is not as hot because they don't really have the talent. So, what would you say? about that or like you know they commented a lot on mumble rap which has become quite popular at the moment yeah so basically what touching on what you just said here about let's pass the mumble rap mumble rap was just an error get me all the mumble rappers like the young thugs yeah and all of that now them man are rapping now you get me so you got a deep it now now them man are jumping on people they, now they're jumping on tracks with bigger artists now you're hearing lyrics yeah. come out their mouth so it was an error it was it was just a time like uh, yeah you get me mumble rap is probably yeah it is around yeah but it's not as, as influenced as it was and you gotta yeah. realize yeah anything that's niche is interesting yeah everyone takes from it you're like fuck that sounds different it sounds cold but i don't understand what man's saying you get me? But it sounds cold. And then you can mumble rap on a beat. Yeah, if the beat ain't right, it's not really doing it. So it has to go coincide and come together. Anything niche, anything new, unique. Like, so think about it, yeah? Let's look at the boy, eight, heard about eight. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember his earlier stuff as well. I, I remember him and it's kind of weird to see him, like, blow. Like, I do think he has, like, really catchy and he does know how to flow. Yeah. And stuff like that. And he's a he's a yeah. guy from Manchester. Yeah, you get me. And he has he has like he had a he he had a nice flow, Ram, rap, Ed Sheeran. So now yeah. man's now man's got to got to be adaptable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So who do you feel like in music inspired you in the beginning, and who inspires you now? It's it's got to definitely be the biggies and the pack. I'm not gonna yes. let Biggie and Pac. They call me. What did they say? Hey, you're Cred and Biggie. You get me and things like <laughs> that. Things like that. I take it. As, call me. Get me. It's like I did. I see something. I see some big things for you. I take it as a compliment. Like, no one want, No one ever wants to be compared to someone else. You understand me? Yeah. Because because everyone wants to be themselves. Now who inspires you now? Who, who inspires me now? All the people from the ends. I'm not gonna lie. Like the Stormzies. He's had a major impact. Yeah, Skepta. Definitely. Jamie. D- Definitely. D double E. 
Oh, Captain, the yeah. Captain Conan, obviously ends. They get me, and 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 you know what's inspired me more? Yeah, all of these drill, like you see, all the drill artists, yeah, yeah. Now they're transitioning. Like I don't even know if you get it. Like explain. Like a lot of the drill rappers, yeah, they're jumping on Afro beats. They're jumping on melody kind of tunes, and a drill rapper. And like an Afrobeat thing, and you're like, where's this gonna go? You like, you look at the title, and I was like, yeah, I'm interested, yeah. And I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, um, you're like, wow. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you're like, wow. So it's inspiration. Like, what's what's inspiring me most? Yeah, it's how the young, the young, the young ones are taking over. You get me? Yeah. I don't mind competition. I don't mind competition. Yeah. There's, you got to realize. So I was gonna say, how do you handle your competition? We take it with open arms. I take it with open arms. Listen, you got to realize it. Like I'm not gonna... So we stepped into um, we done something for the credit mayor. Yeah. Yeah. And there was another rap group from Croydon. We know them as well. Um, yeah. We done a show for them, and we shut down the whole entire show. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like literally shut it down to the point where, yeah. No one could come on after us, to be honest. Wow, well no, done, well no, done. No, that's, no. Like, that's how I like to hear. You get me? Like, I don't. When I jump on stage, whether I'm first, middle, or last, I'm gonna give you my all. That's that's my thing. So when I give you my all, yeah, it should be a shutdown. That's it. No matter what, you get me. So you all, you, yeah. you have to set the tone for people. It's not being threatening. It's just like, yeah. okay, like if I'm going second, I see a man shut it down. Yeah, I get nervous. So my nerves, my nerves are like I get a bit anxious and things like that. But in my head, yeah, when when I take that first step onto the stage, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm taking control of the crowd and I'm going to give you a, a performance you'll never see in your life. Yeah, I'm going yes. to I'm, I'm going to give you all of me. <laughs> John Legend. Um, yeah. So do you feel like like what separates you from other artists? No, I don't think no one's like me. To be honest. What do you mean? Explain. What's your unique selling point? Me, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've I've perfected my stage presence, my performance. So and like for some weird reason, everyone's saying, "Oh, any track that you go on, you sound good." Like, Skeptic and Holly me today. Yeah, mm-hmm. I talk to my team, Pex, yeah, you need to go in hard. Da, 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 da. Um, I don't need to go in hard, I just need to do me, yeah? They hollered me up to get on Skeptic's track, so I must be good. So I'm going to give you me. Confidence levels are different when I get on stage. When I get on the mic, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Just to get the crowd hyped. Energy, because you know, energy is transferable, yeah? yeah what you put out there is what you get back, yeah? So I interact with the crowd. That's my selling point for me. Do you ever get performance in A hundred percent. How do you deal with it? Um, and tell us about a time where you had performance anxiety and how you overcame it. So OT, OT. When I first done um, my first OT, mm-hmm. yeah, we was a supporting act. They put us on first. So just before the pull, like I, I'm a like when I have this problem, I'm I'm quiet. Everyone's talking. So, yeah, let's get this. Let's get this. I went to the bathroom, I was sick. I was sick, I remember. No way. Yeah, I was sick, I was sick before the performance. Then I take a deep breath. (sighs) Breathing and out, yeah. And I talk to myself, I was like, bro, you can do this, yeah. You can't let your team down. Mentally tell myself, I can't let my team down. I get so, at every performance, ask them, literally before we go in, I'm like, I need to go toilet. And then sometimes I don't even need to go toilet. I just need to take a breather. And, really? and how I deal with it, that's how I kind of deal with it. And then once I put my foot on that stage, yeah, every anxiety, every worry, me being sick, me thinking I failed the team goes mm-hmm. away. It's different for everyone. You get yeah. Me? It's different for everyone. 
Um, but I'm probably the nervous one in the group. Really? And the loudest. <laughs> it's, the, it's the weirdest thing. It's, trust me. Because we come off stage, we're like, Plex, why the fuck you? Why the hell are you lying? <laughs> yeah? How was you nervous? I, d- I didn't see you flop on stage once. All of that. And I'm like, once I put my foot on that stage, that's it. Do you feel like you'll get you, as time has gone on, you've become more confident? Definitely. And I feel like my anxiety is my passion. Yeah. And when that stops here, yeah, I feel like that's the time I will stop music. Wow. To, just to be honest, it's my passion. Like, I'm so passionate about this. You get me? I need yeah. to give them a great performance. I need to give them a great performance. Not only for me, there's my team relying on me. My team's relying on me to get the crowd started, hype. I, I look at my team and they're smiling. So we know that there's a little reaction. So now I got to go hard in my verse. We got to go good on the hook. There's a process. There's a process. We've challenged ourselves so much, put ourselves in different situations. Comedy shows, we performed that. Different environment. Um, performing for the mayor in his office. So when you go there and... and and you and you and you go to perform, yeah. You're thinking, oh, shall I change my way? But then I come to a point in my thing. I'm like, the mayor wouldn't have believed him, man, if he didn't see what we done before. So I'm gonna keep on carry. I'm gonna carry on with what I done before and give them, give it to them. You get me? Everything you do, you gotta give it to them. What yeah. Would you, what would you say to somebody who's struggling to get into the music industry? Um, keep on going. Yeah. It's not. It's not an easy industry. Perfect your craft. Yeah, take yourself to the right places. There's always seminars. There's always events. Network. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you're not doing the, if you're doing all three of these things, all of these things, and you feel like you're not getting nowhere, try again. If this is what you want, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Success is a must. Failure is not options. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. Aim high like skyscrapers. Yeah. There's enough. Yeah, there's enough money to go around in the music industry. You understand yeah. me? Yeah, it's just a lot of people are a bit selfish and people step on people. You get me? And please, I, I, I beg you, guys, if you're listening, obviously you're gonna listen to my sister Vanessa man this thing. <laughs> yeah, please be genuine. Yeah? yeah, be vigilant. Yeah, yeah, know your rights. Yeah? yeah, because people will take the piss. Just to be honest, what is the best advice that you've been given? Um, be careful of who you sign to. Keep your masters mm-hmm. and perfect your craft. There's something that we all need to do. Yeah, no matter what kind of industry you're in, perfect your craft. Be better than what you can do yesterday, the day before. Understand me. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. It's important. Don't stick yourself in a box. Jump out of the box. Then jump out of that, out of that box, out of that box, etc. Yeah. If you could change anything about the music industry, what would it be? Um, labels. Labels. Really? Labels, definitely, man. And there's a lot of labels out there that are signing artists and shelving them. Yeah. Really? A lot. A lot. Do you I- think that, you know, because some people measure the ultimate success of being a musician is to be signed to a label. So No way. Really? No okay. way. Look at Stormzy. True. Look true. at Stormzy. But then you could say that he was like one in a million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Disagree on that. Like, okay, he might be a one in a million, yeah, but we've got people like Lethal B, owns his own record label. A couple other artists own their record label. Mm-hmm. Get me? So it's it's possible. It's Definitely. possible. It's just when you you gotta realise you get to a point like a lot of these people, a lot of the artists, um some of the artists were viral, 
some of the artists pushed themselves into a different line and now everyone's seen so all it is is about being seen and heard in this industry so once you get to the point where you're seen and heard and labels a label doesn't define you, you so you think it's more damaging to your career then depending on what deal you're going for Okay. There's, there's so, what would be the ideal deal for you? I would say a distribution deal, yeah, mm-hmm. behind a big um a label. Because we as we as people, it is hard. It's hard to um get you um like with me, yeah. Man's got to conquer my city, then conquer other cities, then go country out of the country. You understand me? So there's a process. So when you get to that point where a label can look at you and say, "Listen, okay, we'll sign you for a distribution deal," yeah. Um, yeah, 60, 40, yeah, 60 to you, 40 to us, yeah? So whatever you make on the record, yeah, we get 40%, they get um, they get 40%, 60%. Because the label, so think about it, let's, let's say Sony, Sony was the same, same, yeah? And they gave me mm-hmm. that deal, yeah? Yeah, I've gone from Croydon now to worldwide. Worldwide now, yeah? People in wow. other countries are going to hear my tunes all over. Because of Sony, now Sony, yeah. yeah with the whole distribution deal, there's also a promotion deal. Like, so you're gonna be be seen on the Sony website, Sony, Sony, Sony's labels, Instagram, Twitter, etc., etc. So, and and you, if you look at them and they're following, it's massive. I think about that. I mean, I've got people singing, like people that have never seen me before singing, and they're singing along. T- In terms of like your next steps, that's what's coming now. What is your next steps for you as as an artist? Being under this quarantine, yeah, yeah, it makes it it makes it a bit difficult. But we as artists, we can step out of the box. So right now, I'm just trying to keep active. That's the mm-hmm. next step. Be active. I've got tracks ready. I've always had archives ready. You get me something ready for the head tops. You get me. Um, and um, when this is all over, videos, yeah, visuals yeah. and all of that, yeah, definitely. And I think more collabs this year. So um, whether it's with the team or without the team, definitely more collabs. And yeah, I'm gonna start going to more seminars. Yeah, yeah, more seminars. And obviously, we got my sister. You get me on her <laughs> on her event. You get me soon. Come definitely. I'll be on the next line up. You get me shutting down definitely. her shows as well. Don't worry. Definitely. How? Sorry, let me change that up. What would you like your legacy to be? A uh, legacy. My legacy is inspire. I want to inspire the young generation, my kids, all of that. So my legacy. So what I do, yeah, what I do and how I do it, yeah, I can. I I, I want the young people out there watching, man, to be inspired and be like, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. You get me? I yeah. can do that. It's possible. I can do that. I can be a producer. You get me? If yeah, it, definitely. Look, my my, my eight year old princess, yeah, she's yeah. you know, she like, you know what? I want to be a rapper when I'm older. I was like, okay, where? Yeah. Where do you want to be a rapper? You get me? She's like, I don't only want to be a rapper. <laughs> I want to be a. I want to own buildings. I want to be a rapper. Yes. And I was like, oh, wh- why do you want to do this? She's like, oh, because you inspire me. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, she, you inspire me. She's like, I know every single word to all of your songs. And I'm like, yes. And it's, and I'm yeah. like, yes. Oh my God. Like, I'm not going to lie. I could have got emotional in that. But it's just, it's yeah. those moments that you kind of cherish. Those, you can't get them moments. Like, them moments come once in a lifetime. Like, they don't come regularly. They don't, they, like. I love that. Obviously, the podcast is called The Visionaries Edit. So what does it mean to you? So obviously, the podcast is called The Visionaries Edit. What does being a visionaire mean to you? A visionaire? Mm-hmm. It means seeing on be on seeing. You get me? So in my bar, yeah, there's one bar where I can say, 
I can see the vision. Yeah, I can see the view. Yeah, I can see the view. Yeah, there's a difference between vision and view. Like I can look mm -hmm. out the window and see the view. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. when I have a vision, I'm going to implement that vision and turn that into reality. Yeah, because that's a thought. Mm -hmm. That's that's a deep. It's it's the same thing. Yeah, because mm -hmm. a vision and a view can come together. So you see the vision. Now, yeah, I can see the view. After the view, it's completed. Mm -hmm. It's completed. So there, there's a process. And when, when, when yeah, a vision there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to be a bit. It's basically the French word for visionary. Yeah. Yeah. You get me? I can be a visionary and soon become a millionaire. You get Definitely. Yeah, you I understand. love that. I love that. I understand. There's not enough black millionaires. We need more black millionaires. We need them. Definitely. Yes. And I want to see you on that 100. list, that billboard 100. Yeah, 100. List. It has to happen, sis. Yeah. It has yeah. to happen. I've been kicked down so many times. I still get up. You get me? Yeah. And I love that your story has great passion in it as well. You just got to keep on going, sister. I'm a, definitely. I'm big up to my sister all the time, man. She always has my, she always has my best interest at heart. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, you're talented, so I just want to see you win. So as we wrap up now, <laughs> um, do you want to give the people your socials, where they can find you, where they can find your videos, yes. any upcoming stuff? Yeah. So obviously, my team WK Breed everything you can go wkbreed.com you get me we've got the website there with all the thing you get me if you want my personal socials it's smoothpeck s-m-o-o-t-h-p-e-k-z everything wk breed vivo youtube everything you can find all the visuals there and wk breed instagram you'll find everything on there and every, everything WK Breed, everything. Okay. Do you have any videos coming out that people should have a look for? When are they coming out? Can you give us any dates? Uh, to be honest, because this whole coronavirus has hit us, <laughs> has hit us, yeah. Um, it's yeah. kind of slowing, slowing down our whole recording, like recording videos. So we got music, yeah. So um, the last video that's just come out is called For Me. Go and check that out. WK Breed, Vivo. Check that out. It's all on YouTube. But... As soon Great. as this is over, you'll see more visuals from us. Right now, you're just going to see a lot of us. We're going to just do bear rapping challenges, everything. We're just trying to keep motivated in these hard times, you get me? And people, please stay motivated, yeah? Because mental health is a real thing, you get me? Mental health is a real thing, you get me? And there is a big stigma behind mental health, and it's so real, yeah? So please try and keep yourself occupied. If you need to call people... Or, or ask for people's help or even ask for my help you get me catch me on the socials WK Breed or Smooth Pex you get me well, we need to all we need to Love be there for each other in this hard time definitely definitely I mean you didn't really talk about the charity mental health football team that you're yeah do you just want to talk about yeah that? yeah so um so um so Join I suffer I suffer with mental health um I tried to I tried to commit suicide suicide twice didn't work but we're still here. We're still going. Um, we like thank God, God all the time. God is good all the time. God is good <laughs> yeah. all the time. Um, so, I, um, for my mental health to control it, I started to um play for a football team, Crystal Palace Eagles, um, which is part of um a charity called Palace for, um Palace for Life. Um, I become the mm -hmm. um, captain of a football team. I've took my I took my football team to um um tournaments for the first time. Got through to the semi finals, which I'm happy with. You get me? Not knowing we only had three months training and most of us couldn't play football or listen. So very proud of that. Mm. 
and um, obviously I had a. F- I was on match of the day. Oh yeah, yeah, we saw match of the day it, yeah. on BT Sports talking to um um what's it called? What's his name? Andrus Townend, which is um a, um a football um player that plays for Crystal Palace. Um, he went through some mental health issues. He had gambling problems. He lost eighty five thousand pounds while he was while oh. he was in his hotel in um, Blackpool. And um, you know how the media are when they find out someone with that high amount of money lost it. This how they kind of looked down on it, and then obviously he drawed back and he locked himself in his house. He couldn't play. He couldn't play, but lucky Palace for Life was there for her to help him the way and get him on and i was just talking to him and I, obviously i this is this is like i remember i was saying yeah we as black people we have very bad pride issues so we don't know yeah. when we don't know when to ask for help and i fully get that because i'm that guy i struggle my life away but we have to come to terms that we do need help and also yeah. it's okay not to be okay and yeah, definitely. When I said this sentence, yeah, it kind of resonated with all of them. And like, and they were like the, the the two football stars that were there, and they're like, "Raw, it's so true. It's okay not to be okay. Like, yeah. we, we can't f- smile every five minutes. Obviously, that's me. I smile a lot, but it's okay not to be okay. Yeah, we can't always be." at the best form all the time but it's okay not to be okay and all yeah. the all these people look at me now on the socials like with the, the football guy mm-hmm. and then yeah and it just opens a lot of opportunities for me but my intention yeah, my, my intentions were never to op- open opportunity i was just telling mm-hmm. you i was just telling them my story and they gave me we just had a general i realized here yeah, it was more of a general without the cameras we had a general conversation yeah which is good because it makes it authentic. Yeah, it was just a genuine conversation. People talking against people because we need to hear. And and for me to put on my social media that I I I, I go through a mental health sort of issues mm-hmm. was even hard for me because no one. I don't know for you, yeah, but black people never like to admit defeat. Oh, definitely. You get me, and we always we always push it away and say, "Come on, man, get a lot, get on with life, man." you get me that's why you get me and and you're not realizing um mental health is the number one black um black killer black people killer yeah because we can't admit i definitely think so what would you say to somebody who's struggling with mental health at the moment seek help admit to yourself that you're going through this Cause it's I I'm telling you it was the hardest thing. For, like, it, it took me for me to try and commit suicide to realize I need, really need help. Yeah. If if oh. I could have got that health before, then I would. Yeah. But now I have a, a different mind thought now, and you get me. Put your pride aside. Ask for help. People are out here to help you and talk to you. You get me. Uh-huh. Like even going like, there's a lot of people that committing suicide right now as we speak. Because they don't know what's happening. They're, yeah. they're afraid, like, you get me? So people support the movement. Definitely. Get... Where, do you know any, um, like, organisations? Yeah, push... there's, there's a company called Minds. Yeah, yeah I know Minds, yeah. Minds, Minds is a very good company. Yeah, and um, there's also people within your local area, whether you're North, East, South and with. But mm-hmm. Minds, Minds, is, Minds covers, covers a lot of the areas. So Minds is 
actually the best at the moment. And um, you go to them, you get me, they'll sort you out. You'll sort you out. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for taking time to sit on our podcast with us. It's all about the journey. So we want to hear you in a couple of months. Tell us the update and how good you're doing. No problem. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And listeners will be back every Tuesday right here on the Visionaries podcast. See ya. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>